post-production Sasha here. Just wanted to say thank you to everybody who listened last week when we released the first episodes. It was a surprisingly positive turnout. Uh, We're having a really good time doing this, and we have a lot more movies that we want to review. So check it out every Friday. It's going to be right here, wherever you're listening to it. I'm sure we're going to keep posting there. So thanks. Welcome to the Mixed Reviews pod. Oh my gosh, I just drank my coffee and I can feel... I didn't like the way that felt in my throat, like in my mouth. I can. The words weren't going to sound the way I wanted them to sound. The words are the coffee. <laughs> the words because of the coffee. The coffee sounds fine. <laughs> are you high? <laughs> no, I actually am not. But welcome to the Mixed Reviews podcast, a racially diverse, super sexy extravaganza. <laughs> Um, I didn't know this we is were a podcast married. centered on. Yes, we are super sexy. Is that what we would call, call our wedding? A super sexy extravaganza? Of course it is. It definitely one hundred percent, a hundred percent. It would be the least sexy wedding in the whole world, too. Oh, it would because we're both the two dykiest looking people on the planet. <laughs> Which is so apt that we're covering Tomb Raider today. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I can't call it Tomb Raider because then I won't be able to fucking find it. I have to call it <laughs> Lara Croft's Tomb Raider. So in case anybody's confused which movie we're talking about, it's the Angelina Jolie ones. So we are watching the ever-sexy, or we did watch the everly-sexy, amazing, wonderful films that I grew up on, which is the Tomb Raider films, particularly the first one. Why are you looking at me like that? Because uh, you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> This is my conversation face. It's awful. No wonder people don't hold conversations with you. Sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. Enough. Enough. Okay. I'd rather you spin around and I look at the back of your head. Don't do that. No, no. It's too late. I'm already spinning. I'm already going. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Okay. So, we, so watched, we watched the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies. Not the Alicia Vikander, who I know is your bae. I, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. She's whatever. Um, she's not Angelina Jolie. And that's all that matters. This is a fact. So I have seen the first one many times. I haven't seen the second one that many times. Probably like four or five. This is probably my fifth time watching it. But the first one I used to watch on literal fucking repeat. Now, I have a question for you, Sasha. What did you yeah. think of both films? So, uh, we've obviously, we've decided that we're going to do both films in one episode. Cause, because my opinion on both films is they're pretty indistinguishable from each other. They kind of just blend into one big mashup of sexy action, which is yes. totally fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was totally okay with it. My first thought of these movies was that i always thought these movies were like made for men to be male gazy this is not made for men this movie is not at all made for men this is very much made for women (laughs) and it's fantastic it's great was it directed by women no it was they were both directed by men maybe they were a little bit flamboyant but i'm sure angelina jolie probably said something oh she didn't want to do it no, no. So I, I did some digging because I had seen the inside the actor's studio with Angelina Jolie and she particularly talks about this. So I dug everywhere on the internet f- to find it. 
Um, and she once again stated in that, like, she didn't want to do it. She found it sexist and stupid and, like, you know, oh, she's got big tits and I'm going to be that person. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to objectify myself. And, like, the director, like, explained to her, like, what Lara Croft actually is, where it's less about being a sex symbol and le- and more about being a symbol that also happens to be sexy. And she was like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm in. And then she came back for it. Which she totally portrays in this movie. Oh, she's um, fantastic. She's she's really good, and it like I mean I know I'm not surprised because the original or the the original Tomb Raider the 2018 Tomb Raider is fucking horrible, and I saw that before I saw this one, and it makes me even more confused at why that movie is so bad because they literally could have just reskinned this one completely, and it would have already been magnanimously better than what it was, but I do feel like. Angelina Jolie's performance as Laura Croft is probably one of the the things that makes the movie work. Cause again, I mean, because I was like as I was watching it, I was trying to compare it to the other one and trying to see like what exactly is it about the other one that makes it so bad? And it's like that Laura Croft is not interesting. <laughs> she's not compelling. And even though like I wouldn't necessarily say this one is likable, she's way more empowering and way more interesting to watch. But the other one, I'm like, why the fuck am I watching this? Yeah, that's, and, like, I played the remake game, so I'm gonna tell you right now, the the portrayal of Angelina Jolie's is, like, to a T what it is in the games. Lara Croft is not a likable human being. She's a complete and total dick. She's an insane thrill seeker. Like, I'm pretty sure she didn't have tons of money. She just, she'd just be, like, doing crack on the sidewalk. Like, she's completely yeah. crazy. But because she has all this money and, like, is a thrill seeker, she just goes off on all these adventures. One of the lines in the games is, I only play for sport. Like, she's not in it for the fame. She's not. She's just fucking nuts. And a complete yeah. dick, which Angelina Jolie portrays perfectly. But it has, like, this, like, like James Bond kind of charm. Where it's- exactly. Which is so funny that Daniel Craig's in it, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's like Did she it passes you? off the torch to him. Oh, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> and now he doesn't want to do it. Now he wants to kill himself because he's James Bond every fucking day. <laughs> so I um, wh- Did Daniel Craig shock you? Because I forgot he was in this. Yeah, honestly, because I'm not used to seeing him before James Bond, other than, yeah. I think, like, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. I was Yeah, I was surprised that he was in it. I did not expect it, him to be in here. Um, yeah. I also was surprised that, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, is it John Voight, Angelina Jolie's real dad, <laughs> yep. her dad yep. in the movie. <laughs> Loved that. Not I literally have never seen anything John Voight has ever in except for Deliverance. Is he even in Deliverance? I haven't seen it. It's He's the... in Transformers. <laughs> and Holes. Oh, he is in Holes. Okay, I've seen him in Holes. Mr. Sir. That's right. Yes, no, Angelina Jolie's father is in this. Um, they were having, like, quite the fight while filming this. Like, they, oh, you they fucking say. hated each other, yes. Um, and that, like, really big emotional scene in the tent where they kind of, like, meet up. Like, that's, like, real emotion because that was the first time they had ever fucking talked in, like, God knows how long. Because she, she fucking, like, hates her father because she's, like, an angsty rebel type of person. So that's that was one thing I also wanted to clarify in the Inside the Actors studio. Um, she said in that scene, said hello and goodbye during the tent scene. It was very therapeutic for her. So she basically <laughs> said goodbye to her fucking father in the Lara Croft movie of all things. This is also the movie that she adopted her first son, Maddox, in. Because she went to Cambodia. They actually went to Cambodia. Yeah. So she owes her life to these fucking movies that she didn't want to do. 
And probably her career. Yes, it, actually it did. So this, these are the movies that launched her into action figure stardom. She was not doing movies like this. And after this, she got one after the other, after the other, after the other. And sort of cemented yeah. her. And she's this great. This did give me um, Wanted vibes, too, a little bit. Which I actually like these better than Wanted. Just because oh, this is literally trash. like... I mean, it's fine, but it's it's for men. Like, it's a beta male, like, turned to hero movie. Where this yeah. is alpha female just being an alpha female movie. Yes. Which is way more appealing to me as, like, a character. Um, Angelina Jolie is just, like, her her whole, like, persona, the entire, like, vibe of her is terrifying and attractive, and I just feel like she's a supervillain, like, in real life. It's something that you, you have to be born with. Like, there yeah. are very few people that can give that off, and she gives that off all the time, but, like, Kate Blanchett is another one that's able to do that. Yeah. But it, she's... She's so perfect as Lara Croft. It's like, do not fuck with her. She will kill you. But she may also give you a wicked blowjob. 100% as well. You don't know. Depends on the mood. basically like Indiana Jones, but at any given time, it could become a porno. Yes. <laughs> she, she 100% she always has that one eyebrow raised just like am I gonna yeah, fuck just you or shoot you in the head too much. and her lips like the way her lips just naturally sit plus the way she like uses them to deliver things it's like it looks very blowjob esque <laughs> those are called DSLs learn your lingo <laughs> alright my bad my bad <laughs> She, which is what Lara Croft is in the game. She's very much that. She's very much like, you know, feed up. Like, are we going to fuck or am I going to steal your fucking money? I don't know. It could be, is it a Tuesday that I'm going to steal your money? <laughs> she's like, probably going to steal your money. Nine times out of ten, she's probably just going to steal your money. She's she's so good. I, I cannot praise Angelina Jolie enough. She's captivating. She's interesting. And like you said, she's the only thing that carries these movies because these movies are not good. They're not good movies. No. Well, they're so, like, cartoony, though. Yeah. And in my opinion, if you're going to do a video game movie and you're not going to do a crazy, like, Assassin's Creed-esque video game where just, like, inherently it's super serious, then I think this sh this should be the route that you take it, where it's very self-aware, it's very visually compelling, and even though it's cheesy and it's, like, a little bit overwritten and overacted, but, like... It's it's a fun action movie to watch, and I wish that they would do that type of action more often now, where they use the visual medium properly instead of just being like, "Oh, we need to make this super CGI and super expensive," yeah, and make sure that the director is really famous. Yeah, the the action in this is like it's not good, but it's not once was I having a bad time. Yeah, which is all you can, which is what I really ask for out of action movies. Which is what I why I get so surprised that I like hate so many modern day action movies that have come out because I don't need it to be incredible choreography all the time. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be the best action sequences, but I want to be able to have fun. I want there to be a reason that I'm watching this and I'm not reading about it or mm -hmm. like hearing somebody like wrap it up. Mm -hmm. I, I will say the mansion fight scene in the first one is pretty great. Like, the choreography in that is really good. Angelina Jolie did all the old, the bungee stuff herself. Like, and she's, like, spinning around. Yeah. And, like, she, at one point she, like, tangles him up and then cuts him. Like, that shit was dope. Yeah. And then you got Hillary. Oh, we haven't talked about the side characters. 
What did you think? I know. Well, we're still we're still 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 unpacking it. You're right. We're undressing the movie still. I forget that people don't know about these movies, so I just assume everybody know these characters. So Hillary, Hillary and Bryce. So unlike the games, Laura has two sidekicks. I mean, she has a butler in the games, but you just shoot him and then you move on. Uh, she has the <laughs> butler Hillary, and then she has like her tech guy Bryce, who does like all the like intel, I guess. Um, yeah, the quirky British. British yeah, man. which they wrap. They do have a dude like that in the fifth one, but it's not important. I personally love Hillary and Bryce. I think they're great. I love them. I, I the ending of the the ending of the second one <laughs> where they're getting married. <laughs> they're, they're wonderful fucking idiots. And Bryce, for some reason, has three foot long dreads, even though he's had like a pompadour the entire time. <laughs> he's so great. I love I love the line when she like she finds the ticking clock. Um, in her fucking, which also, how the fuck did you hear that? I get it, you're Lara Croft and you're basically superhuman, <laughs> but that was downstairs and under, like, four planks of plywood, and you're like, there's definitely a clock at my fucking house, like, let me get it. <laughs> like, fucking chill. She wakes up Bryce, she knocks on his, he lives in a trailer outside this gorgeous castle mansion, and she's like, there's 83 rooms, why can't you live in the house? And he's like, well, I like my space. And she's like, hmm, and he's like, What's that smell? And she's like, 5 a.m. <laughs> just like, <laughs> in the fucking house. <laughs> I fucking love her. And I like Bryce. Bryce is a sweetie. Yeah, he's fun. Um, yeah, I particularly like after the um, the mansion fight in the first one where the guy comes in and she's like, I just woke up today and I hated everything. <laughs> this movie's got jokes. It's got jokes. <laughs> well, and I love that that's a joke that plays off of like, oh, the spoiled fucking bitchy brat, which is exactly like, she. that's the type of thing that would ruin this movie is mm -hmm. like Angelina Jolie trying not to be that when she very obviously carries that persona of a mm -hmm. spoiled brat. So in, indulging in it, I think, makes the movie so much better. Yeah, and she she fully did. <clears throat> they didn't shy away from the fact that it's like she has more money than we know, <clears throat> yeah. like too much money. Um, especially in the second one, she owns a submarine in the second one that just like goes and <laughs> finds her. <laughs> to be fair, she has just like a a fake tomb, a fake catacomb built <laughs> in her house for her to practice tomb raiding, <laughs> like. <laughs> The movie starts with that, so I can't be mad when she has a submarine in the second movie. <laughs> I forgot she has a whole fucking, like, sarcophagus built and all this fucking shit. Yeah. A fucking obelisk. It's, it's and like a, a robot. It's, like a themed, it's basically like a themed ninja warrior course <laughs> in her fucking basement. She has this is my ninja warrior course, but unlike usual ones, I've had this decorated to look like an ancient Egyptian tomb. <laughs> Be careful of the killer robot named Simon. He will kill you. She. What did you think of that so, opening sequence? I I like that. That's the um introduction to her. I feel like it set the stage for this movie so well. Like mm -hmm. I think it was a great mix of what the fuck is going on, like crazy action, over the top, stupid shit. And the fact that this movie starts off like that, I think it just works because you're officially in that headspace as soon as you go into it. Mm -hmm. And with like cheesy action movies like this, I feel like putting the audience into like a into the right headspace is what's gonna matter when they decide whether or not they like the movie. I mean, I, I think it's funny that I saw this and Black Widow in the same week because I wish this is the movie that I wish Black Widow would have been. 
like oh. a fun fuck fuck it movie. Yeah. Because it's it's boring. It's essentially a movie that says nothing and is for no one. Yeah. Where this movie is not really saying anything, but at least it's fun to watch. Like <laughs> like they set that standard up from the very beginning, the first scene. I also <laughs> like that she's introduced upside down. <laughs> Just to show that she's real crazy. <laughs> yeah, just to show that she's real edgy. Well, they also uh, do that in the second one, too. They introduce Gerard Butler's character upside down. Oh, they do? Do you think they did that intentionally, or do you think it's accidental? No. <laughs> I just That was literally just something I noticed, but I don't think that has any relevance. <laughs> It's just a coincidence. There was no yeah. planning to these movies. I mean, there could have been planning, but I don't think that was one of those like Absolutely conscious not. thoughts. It's like the same in the second one where they're they're like rappelling down a cliff upside down. Why are they upside down? There's no fucking reason for them to be upside down. It doesn't make it like easier to shoot because they're like shooting people as they're rappelling. And it's like, oh, well, they're getting a better vantage point. Being No, it's the exact same <laughs> shitty shot. You're rappelling down a fucking cliff. Aesthetic. It's aesthetically more pleasing. <laughs> well, then the, the, the line right after the, that, he goes, the, you know, there were stairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I going to do with all my movies? money, though? <laughs> <laughs> I need a place to spend it. <laughs> Dude, fucking for real. <laughs> That's all Dude, these adventures made... are, are just ways for her to spend more money. Um, Lara Croft's outfits. She has a plethora of fucking outfits in this in these movies. And they're all perfect. Dude, Why I know! They're so cool. They're so they're good! They're all so perfect. Like, they look great. In, like, in the scenes, they look good. On her, they're, like, perfectly, perfectly tailored for her. And obviously they are. But I don't know. It just looks scary fitting on her. Everything that she was wearing, and I've only seen like Tomb Raider like game clips. I've never actually played the games, but every single one of hers seemed like it was pulled straight from a video game in like a good way. Yeah, because I think it, video game costuming is super dope. Yeah, that the the thing that I'm most happy with about this is they didn't take the costume from the games because the costume from the games is dated and awful and does not look good in real life i've seen tons of people try to cosplay it it looks atrocious it doesn't matter how beautiful you are it doesn't matter if you look exactly like lara croft you look stupid if you wear the actual costume so the fact that they made it just like a simple black for like the standard attire or like when she goes to like the tundra they didn't do the like the tundra outfit they did like this long fucking cloak so she was <laughs> like fucking maleficent <laughs> before maleficent formed <laughs> just fucking walk that's my favorite outfit though is the for no reason puffy hood long fucking flowy coat. and the second one where she goes to get uh terry <laughs> that go, one she goes into the prison and she's she, that, that one's fucking great but the first one when she's in and are they in antarctica i believe siberia sorry and she's just walking into the fucking like solar system project thing oh fuck is that the first one or the second one that's the first one that was the first one yeah i know the ice place is siberia but i don't remember. is it siberia i thought they were in straight up antarctica because i wasn't paying they attention they might have been <laughs> <laughs> <Who the fuck laughs> knows? I, I was just like, oh, Antarctica must be must be a warm time of season for no one to need extra clothing. <laughs> I, I had a hopes. I don't know. Yeah, that's how Antarctica works. That fucking I don't know, negative sixty two degrees should be fine without a wind chill. But I mean, her nipples are already hard anyway. <laughs> I saw no nipples. No matter what, there are no nipples. You want to know why? Because. 
they padded the fuck out of her in the first one. Oh yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you you see you can see nip a little bit in the second one. Also, that fucking side boob in the first movie. Oh my god. <laughs> I watched this movie when I was I, seven. <laughs> I, it's it's one of those scenes where it's like you're wa- like I know I'm not gonna see a nipple. I know I'm not gonna see a nipple, but it gets so goddamn it's close. It's so close. We're like you're still looking for it. You're still thinking they're gonna slip up and show the nipple, and I I'm, cannot believe. I'm convinced it was actually there. They just CG'd it out because this was right when CG. I bet they just blurred it. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. There's no way it wasn't, like, poking from that angle. I don't know, but, like, that's the movie magic. Maybe the camera was, like, just at the right angle. Wow. Like, it just missed it. Fucking, it but is. dude. It's a lot. It's tastefully done. It's a good side boob. It's a beautiful side boob. It's a beautiful side boob. Um, Angelina Jolie's bra needs to get a supporting actress nomination <laughs> <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they they padded the fuck out of her in the first one to like make it more closer to the games which i don't understand why that's not what lara croft yeah she's known for her kids but she's more known for being clinically insane you uh still pretending to be a photojournalist you know i think it's really cool to still have a day job even though it's obviously just for show so alex are you still pretending to be an archaeologist Laurie, we always have to fight like this. I mean, maybe we don't. Maybe we do. Why? You stole my prayer wheel. Stole? Stole? From you, you know, that's funny. You know, it's, it's not like you ever really own them or anything. Hey, you know the Tomb Raider? Mr. West, we are ready for you. Oh, I think your clients need you. Oh, go ahead. You're wanted on the floor. After all, as you once said so memorably, it's all just a business, right? So go do business. Go. Laura. <laughs> I just love that her boobs just don't move. They're just <laughs> giant blimps just on her body. They seem like video game tits because, like, you see fake characters with giant boobs and you're like, how are you able to do all this? That's not how <laughs> boobs work. Boobs don't just sit in one spot. They will go anywhere that they can. You need to, like, bind that shit. Like, fucking put saran wrap around you. And then baby pin them together. (laughs) You just safety pin them? (laughs) (laughs) You're, like, bleeding. Like, what's wrong? Oh, I put on my bra today. (laughs) This is my mega bra. (laughs) (laughs) My mega bra. It's for industrial support. (laughs) It's got, like, PVC pipe in it. I liked how in the second one, they didn't fucking pat her, because it made all the stuff she was doing more believable. In the first one, it's a little silly. I mean, they're they're both fucking silly, but it was a little like, I know you have styrofoam in your shirt right now, ma'am. Please stop. You can, like, see it. You can see it almost in, like, some of the- It's, like, crinkly. Yeah. I was like looking at it and I I'll be honest Angelina Jolie is still such an enigma to me that I was like is that just what her boobs are like? I know. She's a very odd they shaped can... woman. She's very peculiar. She's a she's a real life supervillain. That's yes. what she is. She has all like the talent, the power and the intelligence and I don't think that she uses it for good. <laughs> the woman she... is just a supervillain through she... and through. 
She is. I love her. She's adopted like a whole soccer team. Like she's wonderful. <laughs> Whatever happened to all them kids? I don't. What's like, transgender now? Of course. I mean, when you have 30 of them, the chances <laughs> that one of them's gonna be transgender goes astronomically higher. <laughs> I believe Shiloh um, does he, him pronouns, so. I believe, I believe, I don't know. Cut this out if I'm wrong. I don't want to misgender Angelina Jolie's kids. She'll kill me. She'll come find me and kill <laughs> she me. She will. I, I do love that there's always that, going back to Tomb Raider, there's always that one oh, yeah. specific shot that's just perfectly on beat. Where it's just Lara punching somebody in the face. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? There's just like, like it's, there's a beat in every action <coughs> sequence where everything just kind of stops. You just see her turn and just fucking clock somebody right in the face. And I love it in the second one because they start off and she does it to a goddamn shark. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> I, I was waiting to get to this. The, the second the film starts starts with Angelina Jolie sucker punching a great white shark in the face so and then riding on ride. its back. <laughs> what fucking she state is she from? Too. She's just in the yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> does she go to New York? And she's like, hey, I gotta go to Manhattan. It's just it's just Darren Aronofsky and the cab driver. <laughs> he's like, hey, what's going on? Like I got this fuck? movie. It's about the Bible. You want to be in it? <laughs> you will be so great in my next movie. It's a metaphor on the Bible, okay? It's groundbreaking. <laughs> no one's ever done this before. I'm telling you, Angelina, it'll be great. <laughs> it's, something, it's something the world's never seen. It's going to be incredible. Hey, are you still single? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> and Rachel Weisz both dumped me. I think it's because I put them in <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> She does. She, cra she catches a ride on a great white shark by punching it straight in the face after getting nearly drowned in a tomb. Also, she holds her breath for a suspicious amount of time. Like, it's too much time. <laughs> I don't think she has lungs. Um, and she, she also plans ahead. So the temple is, like, being poured into, right? It's got water pouring into it. And she knows that she has to swim up. So she cuts her arm ahead of time and like holds it, but she's swimming and not holding it and it's not bleeding out. I don't fucking care. And, yeah. then, and then she like unreleases the wound that she was never holding in to begin with. And then a shark <laughs> comes in and then the shark like does a cool circle. It's really cool. It's a total CG shark, but a well done it's CG, a CG shark. shark. For that time, that's not a bad shark. Yeah, for two. I mean, to be fair, people do the exact same level of CG sharks now. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not something we've been able to grapple on. <laughs> CG sharks. That's our hiccup. She, it really is. <laughs> the shark circles her, and she, like, winds up. Like, you see her do, like, an anime fucking swirl, and she fucking punches it right in the face, and it, like, does a little shake, and it's like, ooh, I can't ooh. fucking eat you. <laughs> and she just grabs a hold of the fin and rides it up. Like, it's no fucking big deal. And then she hangs out on literally nothing. She just, like, dead man floats for what Hillary, the butler, says is three days. <laughs> She's been floating there for three days. <laughs> Laura Croft is not a human. And then, <laughs> and then the submarine, which she owns, and Hillary and Bryce are just on. 
just rides up and like catches her on the back of the submarine. So here's little Lara, and then here comes a fucking submarine, and then it like tilts her off onto the fucking, and she wakes up it's and she's like, all redone. dehydrated and shit. Also, how are Hillary and Bryce just everywhere that she needs them to be? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter where she is, what time it is. They're just they're just in Africa all of a sudden with her. I think I think it's because she's an abusive mother. She just hits them. One thing I do want to talk about is the soundtrack of the first one, particularly. Why does okay. it sound like a 90s techno rave? I don't know, but I am so fucking <laughs> here for it. It's not even funny. I, I was really like thinking it. that watching both of them, I was like, it like almost sounds like it's going to be music you'd recognize. Yes. For half a second. It sounds vaguely familiar every now and then, and then it switches and you're like, oh, wait, never mind. This is just Tomb Raider. It does. So I always thought that as a kid, like I would play other games that they weren't Tomb Raider, but I remember it was like a skateboard game that I swear to God just had the fucking Tomb Raider 1 soundtrack in it. Like, just the orchestral <laughs> stuff. Like, I swear to God, it was in this fucking game. Maybe they use samples or something. I The first one has, like, really bad soundtrack mixing. Like, in when they walk into the Solar System Science Project room, the fucking orchestra is, like, nuts. It's just I way too loud. Crazy. And I want to say, I think that track, too, is one of those tracks that's in public domain. Because I swear I've heard people use that in, like, YouTube videos and shit. Yes. And it was so weird to see it be used in a movie. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> in a movie. And it's, it's another one of those things where it's like, I definitely didn't know it was going to be that widely used when the movie came out. But looking yeah. back at it now, it just makes it that much funnier. Return the iron to the stone's embrace. The wheel of heaven will turn. Exhume the light from its watery grave to receive the gift of heaven as you are condemned to the depths of hell. Right, so pretty much touch anything and get your head chopped off. Do you remember seeing the shot of all the planets aligning? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a stock that's a stock sound that they use where it's like the horror strings like that's yeah. the fucking one it's right there but then the the composer like blended that really obvious sound into the orchestra and it just sounds awful and it's in a bad key signature it's just so fucking bad uh, it just feels so intentional <laughs> i think the composer was like this fucking shit movie i have to fucking write this yeah, shit yeah i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck <laughs> um this the first one particular has a very nineties aesthetic. Even though it was yes. two thousand one, it feels like a fucking like I expected some dude with a skateboard to come out going radical and like fucking like, <laughs> that's what I pictured happening. Um when she's like when she's like foot surfing behind the dogs, I was expecting to hear like some Tony Hawk pro skater like man break on through to the other side. <laughs> it's fucking it's i love it though it doesn't make any sense she must no. have had to shave all the grip off her shoes to do that i like how she owns a submarine yet they have to go to siberia and then buy a bunch of dogs from a random village she to needs pull a them. place to spend her money <laughs> that's true support your local business <laughs> She did. I also love she, how she has friends all over the fucking globe. Love it. She, I love it. There's just a woman in China that like tunes her bike and like holds her guns Ni for hao. her in the second one. <laughs> ni hao, ni hao. Like, do you two know each other? Did you date? What's well, going so. on? 
can I use your TV? <laughs> she <laughs> walks in. <laughs> oh, I love that scene. It's so nice. She takes the little kid's gum and she like puts it on and then Angelina Jolie like did a little like lick of the kid's gum and I was like, oh, you're a mom. Ew. It's so cute. Ew. What did you think of Laura having daddy issues? Oh, I mean, I just kind of assumed that she would. <laughs> I she mean, has, it's like, not. She has no parents in the games. Like, her parents are yeah, never mentioned. I like her. Her mom is never even, like, brought up. Yeah, no one gives a shit. <laughs> the smash clock, when she does find the clock, I like how Bryce is like, this is gonna take a while to do, so she just fucking hammers the shit out of it to get the fucking thing. Because <laughs> she doesn't fucking care. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Laura listens to rap EDM, which is fun. Yeah, that that's what gave me like the '90s, early 2000s vibes. Yeah. Was first off, it's called Lara's Party Mix, <laughs> which is like nobody nobody has ever called a playlist that unless it was taking place in the '90s or the 2000s. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, I have a list of actresses that turned this movie down. Do you want to hear that? Oh yes, I have to fix my camera real quick, but I'm listening. Um, so we have uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Uma Thurman, Liv Tyler. Uma Thurman and Liv Tyler would have ruined it, but I think Charlize Theron would have done a good job. Because she also I, has that presence. I don't think it would have been nearly as appealing, though, if it were Charlize Theron. No, she's- I, mean, I think it would have worked, but I think Laura would have come off way, way bitchier. Yeah. Than, somehow way bitchier than Angelina Jolie. She's, she's like the type of bitch you want to be friends with, though. People that auditioned for this role but did not get it. One was, ready for this? Yes. Kirsten Dunst. <coughs> oh, gee, I wonder why she didn't get it. <laughs> Kirsten fucking Dunst. <laughs> Thought she could be fucking Lara Croft. Um, oh. This other one, <clears throat> which makes a bit more sense, Mila Jovovich, the oh, Resident yeah. Evil. She, she makes sense why she auditioned. This is her shtick. She loves doing this. I feel, I mean, I'm glad that she didn't just because she ended up being every other video game woman, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so uh, it's probably for the best that she didn't get this one, even though she like, she probably would have done a really good job. But I feel like it, it would have ended up exactly like the Resident Evil movies. Um, The sets in the first movie are really elaborate. Those are big fucking sets. Okay, yeah, I was looking up like... I was trying to look up like facts and stuff about it to see which parts of those were real sets because I know they were actually on location for most of it. Yeah, they went to and... Cambodia, which is nuts. It was yeah, it was actually yeah. the first movie in thirty years to be filmed in Cambodia. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I was wondering because these are like, and you can tell they're real set pieces because they're interactive as fuck. Like she's yeah. climbing all over them. People are like hitting them, and uh, yeah, I was really surprised at how much there was. The, the budget for the first movie was $115 million. Now, I don't know shit about, like, if that seems plausible for it. Did it look like a $115 million movie? Yeah, for a 2001, yeah. 150000 is pretty... Or $150 million is a is a pretty big chunk. Okay. And things were cheaper to do then and all that stuff. Yeah. And Angela, well, I feel like they, the budget's used well, though. It looks good. Like, it oh, looks yeah, they expensive. saved money on a composer by just using stock sounds. <laughs> Clearly. And Angelina Jolie, like, she was, she didn't have her Angelina Jolie contract yet. She was just doing shit. The sets and everything, like, that was something I saw, because I, I honestly haven't seen this movie in about 10 years. Um, but going back, I was like, God, these sets are really cool. Even the planetarium set, which I 
And, like, yeah, it's stupid, but it's really... They built that fucking thing to move! Yeah, that thing they, is sick. It's, I don't care I if want it doesn't it make any room. sense. Yeah, it's fun. Can we also say that when she comes out of the water, she's somehow just, like, completely dry? Yeah. <laughs> After that scene, she's, like, just mildly damp. I was so confused. That's that's the thing that happens in movies all the fucking time. They'll, I know. They'll directly come out of the water, and then, like, they'll pan she's away and then dry. pan back, and the character's just dry. Well, that was what's weird, though, is, like, it doesn't pan away. Like, she just comes out of the water and looks dry. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, uh, I'll see if I can cut it in. There's just, like, she's, like, not dripping at all. She, like, comes straight out you and, like, presses up. they filmed it in reverse? It, well, it's probably CGI. Oh. It might have been, like, CGI water or something. Because, like, the water's, like, you don't see the water. It's, like, you see, the like, the, the ledge and she, like, comes up like mm. that and the water's behind her oh yeah that um, could be it then but no that planetarium thing is sick i wonder if that thing like functioned on a motor if they had just like stage hands like pulling the little planets I, along like, i feel like that makes more sense yeah. i feel like having that be automatic would just be problematic and dangerous and, like, just be t- well we yeah, see a guy get cut in half by it that was sick <laughs> that was pretty cool he just i like, was surprised <laughs> that's the noise all of the all of the violence is so like anticlimactic in this movie <laughs> like it's fun don't get me wrong but like none of it none of it really matters daniel craig gets like stabbed and he's like ugh <laughs> just falls into the water even a uh, fucking ian is it who's what's his last name jellen the guy who plays the bad guy in the first one even he fucking he gets there's that whole scene where she turns the knife back around in like time Oh, so yeah. he, like, throws the knife and it comes back at him. And he literally just fucking pulls it out, throws it to the it's side, like and stands up. It's, like, in his armpit. That it's, like, it's like <laughs> yeah. the old, like, trick you do in school. Like, it's... That ending That ending is so funny for the first one. I like the ending for the first one so much better than the ending in the second one. They're both equally as fucking stupid. But the first the one, one like, is tries just to so have much... a moral meaning, and it's like, shut the fuck up. No one, no one's here for that. Yeah, yeah. And I was already kind of turned off by the fucking CGI monsters in the second one. That is... The fucking the scientist in the second one. I just don't think he's nearly as much fun as the Illuminati guy in the first one. <laughs> I forgot it's the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's in the Illuminati. He's always wearing a trench coat. When and you he's... see him at the temple, he's on a casting couch. He's so campy. He's on a velvet purple casting he's couch. He's so great. He's he's a queen. He's a literal fucking queen. I what also is his love goal that they again. I don't think I ever he, understood his goal as a kid or as an adult. I think they're just the Illuminati and they want to just have this. Is he in the Illuminati? I thought he was. Yeah, like, he's like a member of the Illuminati. Oh, I that's thought. right. He's that's... the right hand of God or something, the left hand of God. And then he's like, yeah, you could also be the left hand of God. <laughs> And she's like, I am God. How dare you? <laughs> elementary. Yeah, elementary. You fool. You fool. I am God. I did I did like how they had this super campy, like, over-the-top villain, and then they make fun of the fact that he's a super... Like, he says the line, my ignorance amuses me, and then cut to Bryce being like, my ignorance amuses me. And she's like, yes, well, <laughs> ignorance quite amusing. Like, they make fun of it. Like, they know it's dumb. The first movie is very aware of how fucking stupid it is. And to yeah. me, that makes it the better movie. I think the second movie takes itself way too seriously. Yeah, I wouldn't say way too seriously, but it definitely takes itself more seriously than the first one, which is what makes the first one good, 
is that it has a good balance of taking itself seriously and like following a a cohesive chain of events, even if it is all over the fucking place. (laughs) And it's it's separated by fight scenes, but... Which follow the three-act structure with sets and everything. Which is fine. I mean, again, that's what I kind of want from a mindless movie like this that's just like fun. Um, But yeah, it, it has a way better... Um, balance between taking itself seriously and being self-aware that it's garbage mm-hmm. as opposed to the second one where it's like I mean I really like Gerard Butler in the second one but he was just so serious yeah but he is better than Daniel Craig mainly because Daniel Craig is fighting with that fucking accent the whole goddamn movie oh my god Daniel Craig cannot do accents he cannot he tried <laughs> there was <laughs> there's one there's one where he like shouts for her and it's like in a perfect English, like American accent, mm-hmm. but then immediately afterwards, it's just gone. <laughs> like he the next, the it. next thing he said, he cannot keep it. It's because he has no lips. It's he has no lips. He can't, he can't move around words properly. Oh. Well, that's fair. And he's and he's English, so he wasn't taught how to speak with with his jaw. So oh, yeah. he doesn't know this all the time. Right? Yeah, so you just Kira it's Knightley. just tea time. <laughs> Is that what happened, Kira Knightley? Is that why her face is fucked up? Because her jaw is just like, so. fucking, oh, Will Turner, we have to get the fucking <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, Angelina Jolie's British accent's low-key better than Kira Knightley's, and Kira Knightley is British. <laughs> her accent, Angelina Jolie's accent is not bad. It's very much stock Britain. Like, it's it has oh, no yeah. dialect or anything. It's just, like, vaguely British. Yeah. But, but it, I mean, it's, con- it's at least consistent. I'm sorry, yeah. I, after... I don't think I've seen, like, a movie recently where people are doing accents well. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen people even be believable. Yeah. Um. So, to have Angelina Jolie, for one, be believable and stick it out for two full movies with that accent, I was impressed. She did not want to come back for the second one. She was like, I will only come back for the second one if it's better. Which was a poor If mistake. I can punch a shark in the face. <laughs> that is my only stipulation. As long as I can underwater uppercut a great white. It, it is way more stunt focused in that one. So like the punching the shark. she does, she does You know when she does that really pointless move on like the two parallel bars to get to the map where she's like flipping for no fucking yeah. reason? I rewound it like 80 times. That is Angelina Jolie doing that fucking stupid gymnastics move for no fucking reason. You can just She's just showing Angie. off. You can just phone <laughs> Angie. <laughs> you could phone a friend. You didn't have to do all that work. But she did. She did the sideways horseback riding. I particularly like the fight where she's just like, um, like doing bamboo fighting with her butler for no reason, like oh, just I to pass that. time. Yeah. <laughs> and Hillary like gets into it. He like actually hits her. And he's like, yeah. And like she's like, oh, you're you're done now. Well, I love that callback too because she ends up using that same type of fighting with the the guy who has the orb, and oh, yeah. she like stabs him under the arms <laughs> with the bamboo, and it like kills Kill him. him. I think <laughs> I don't I don't really know what happens. The death of people it feels like a video game. I have no there's no like body permanence in this in these movies. It's wonderful. So It's wonderful. So the second one is much more action-focused. She did, like, a whole bunch of stuff. She did all the things. The dude, the bamboo dude, yeah, I never understood how he died as a kid. <laughs> I don't understand how he even got injured because it's very clearly just under his armpits. 
Like, yeah, that'll sting for a couple weeks, but you'll walk away from that. Just yeah. don't wear deodorant, my guy. You'll be fine. <laughs> what What did you think of the... So, I saw this movie in theaters when, when it first came out. We were on, like, vacation with my family or something like that. Don't fall asleep while I'm telling a story. I promise it'll be okay. So, I... I was looking to make oh. sure my pop filter wasn't touching my mic. So I saw this movie in theaters, and I remember going to see it with my family. I remember the whole, like, Ebola, like, the dude coughing into the water and then just, like, perishing. Okay. You know how you always call me a hypochondriac? This movie made that happen. Because we left the theater, and we went to go eat at, like, Applebee's or something, and then I just, like, started crying over my pasta because I had asked my my mom if things like that actually existed, and my mother had the fucking audacity to turn to me and go, yes. (laughs) She said yes to a seven-year-old. She said yes. Damn. So yeah, I, I love that that guy just casually brought Ebola onto a private jet. Could you imagine you and your homies just are hanging out in a PJ and some guy's like, yeah, look at this Ebola. Look at this <laughs> advanced stage of Ebola that I just have. And he he sells it. He sells it. I like I like the villain's plot. It, it's more cohesive in the second one where it's like he just wants money. He's like a bio arms so dealer. so cartoony. He's yeah. pretty cartoony. It's such a he's just a, such a standard cartoon villain where he just kind of wants disaster for disaster's sake because he feels yeah. like he'll still be able to profit even when everybody's <laughs> fucking dead. So like I like I like Ebola guy's plot better than I just looked up his name. The first guy's the first guy even has like this fucking drag queen name. It's Manfred Powell. Is of the course f- it is. Is the fucking fr- so Powell's Powell and it's Jorah from Game of Thrones. So Manfred Powell is like better. He's more fun, but his plot is too stupid. Where I feel like if they like swapped <laughs> actors, it would have been better. I would love to oh, see yeah. Manfred Powell as crazy Ebola guy. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, crazy Ebola guy, like casting wise, he seems out of place. He's like super old and not sexy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Manfred Powell sexy. No, but he's trying. You can tell he's trying to be sexy. He has all those fun outfits and like that weird dialect that he talks in. Like he talks like a villain. He reminds me of a, what is it? Eddie in a fucking Jupiter Ascending. Oh, Eddie Redmayne where he just like, hey, Yeah, Eddie Redmayne. He is. So Ian Glenn, the actor who plays Manfred Powell, knew exactly what type of movie he was. He's like, I'm going to be in fucking Tomb Raider. All right, let's go. Let's fucking do this. I'm going to make stupid noises and just grimace at people for no reason. <laughs> it's going to be great. And he did. It's perfect. And it's you didn't. You said that this movie got more CG as it went along. Yes. You, you didn't like the CG tree monsters, of which I can tell you, I have no fucking clue what those monsters looked like until today when I watched it. Because <laughs> on VHS and in the theaters, you can't, you can't... see a damn thing. It's black. <laughs> Nothing. I have had no clue what those fucking monsters look like for 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. I have blindly not... following this movie. <laughs> I was just like, whatever. Shadows, I guess. Like, that's what I thought they were. They're full fucking, like, eyeless They're monsters. Mo- yeah. Yeah. Is that, like monster vfx design just like in public domain because i feel like that's everybody's <laughs> default cgi monster <laughs> they're all just eyeless fucking like lizard people because it looks exactly like the monsters from uh stranger things oh yeah the demogorgon yeah yeah 
It probably. I mean, no one. God free. knows everything that's come at, come after Stranger Things all just looks like fucking Stranger Things. Yes. Oh, we should talk about Terry a little bit more though. We should talk about Terry versus Daniel Craig. Who was the okay. better love interest? I mean, okay, so Terry's definitely more of a character than Daniel yeah. Craig was. <laughs> so I mean, Alex West is like way better as a person, and he makes more sense, and he also seems like an adult. Which doesn't seem fitting for Laura, but seems like it's the healthier <laughs> option for Laura. Yeah, I put I put Terry as rapey down. He's real rapey for no. He they're walking on the Great Wall of China trying to hide from the Chinese mafia, and he stops to ask if he was the love of her life. He stops the yeah. whole fucking trip. <laughs> I I rewound that part because I was watching it, and he started talking about that, and I was like. Holy fuck, did I just miss like a really big, like emotional scene between them? It comes no. out of fucking nowhere. Fucking left field. Well that's that's the only thing that and I mean this is a something everything that forces a love interest into a sequel is kind of guilty of. But it's like they tried to accelerate that relationship with Laura by like giving them a backstory that we haven't seen before and giving them this like long history that he keeps referencing that we have no knowledge of. Yeah. And it skips so many stages to like when they're at the end and she has to make the decision to shoot him. Spoilers. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, shoot him. Everything he said just completely comes with no context <laughs> out of left field at the worst fucking time possible. And you have explicitly told them that you're here to do a job, which is like, yeah, it's part and parcel of like fucking Terry's character, yeah. but <laughs> it doesn't make him appealing at all. And it doesn't make it like, it doesn't hurt my soul when he gets shot at the end. You know, like, no, I don't no give, one a, give fuck. a shit about Terry. When you think back on the vast scheme of your hugely adventurous life, where do I fit in? Was I the love of your life or just another bump on the road? Was that time well spent? Four months? More good than bad? Come on, had to be more than that, am I right? You're right. It was five months. <laughs> also, where does where does she shoot him? <laughs> where he just where the you armpits? can't see it. She shoots you, him in the armpits no, and he dies. Because that shot that shot is I think from like the waist or the chest up. <laughs> so where does, does she shoot him in the dick and he just instantly dies like that? Yeah, of course. He's a rape robot. Terry was a rape robot. That was his off switch. The, the just <laughs> you flick the dick and he turns off yeah well I mean, like a light switch i'm sorry especially after watching terry go through the movie for two hours to expect him to just fall over dead by a single gunshot in a non-fatal area is just not believable well, like did, did he drop in the pool of acid no no he just falls on the ground just watch this yes he just falls to the ground there's That's no the blood there's nothing the second one puts me in a coma. Like, I sit there and I try to watch it every fucking time. And I love Tomb Raider. I love it. Even as a kid, I would watch that movie and my eyes would just, like, glaze over through most of it. It's so forgettable. Where the first one is just stupid and fun. Like, how could you forget it? So, second one's terrible. So he, he doesn't fall in the pool of acid. Which also, a fucking primordial box sitting in a pool of acid. How it survived that long. I know it's supposed to be made of, like, some ethereal material. It, the, it's fucking nuts. It, they find Pandora's box, and it apparently has a plague in it. 
like super super Ebola is in that box. So of course the fucking bio um what's it called biochemical arms dealer whatever fucking scientist bullshit. he, he Evil wants Tony it. Stark or some shit. Yeah, he he's he's the disease Tony Stark. Yeah. So he wants it, and he. This whole movie's a fucking mess. I can't even keep it straight in my head. The second one, you like the second one? I thought it was. I mean, I think they're like I said. I think they're like indifferent. They're the exact same movie to me. See, now that I'm thinking about it, at first I agreed with you, but now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> now it's coming out. She's getting angry. The, se- the second one, the second one is awful, particularly because Angelina Jolie said. And I hate her for doing this. I will only come back if the script is better. And I'm like, this is the script you went with? You didn't want more yeah. fun? You didn't want more fun things to do? I mean, I get it. You punch a shark. But, like, yeah. if you wanted a better script and you read in the script that you punch a shark, you should have said no again and waited for the second one. That's not a- any time there's a character <laughs> punching a shark, it's not a good script. Fuck you. That's so wrong. When? Incorrect. When? Tell me when. Only good scripts. Only good <laughs> scripts have shark punches. <laughs> <laughs> okay sharknado they're a rare breed <laughs> i mean i didn't hate this movie it's equally as stupid as the first one i think the first but one it's, is enjoyable stupid it's great I, I thought this was fine like your eyes definitely glaze over in this more than the first in the first one and honestly i i feel like it's maybe just because gerard butler talks so much i did not realize how much dialogue terry has until the movie ended and it was fine because he's very handsome by the way this is i i think i thought he was handsome in this movie i thought he looked really different compared to gerard butler now for some reason because we're used to him with his big scottish beard yeah well i don't i also didn't know that he was that fucking scottish yeah (laughs) he's accent and a half holy shit you like cannot understand him Huh? Yeah, that maybe that's why I, I thought he talked so much is because every time it just sounds like the Scots use so much of their mouth to say everything. Oh yeah, every and everything's gargled and with like R's yeah. that shouldn't be there. Like, why is there an <laughs> R in the word kite? Like, there's no reason for there to be. <laughs> so you suffer from what I like to call the Scottish vortex of charm, coined by um, James McAvoy. There is something with Scotsmen that people just find super attractive. Terry? What are you doing? Well, you're joking, right? We're taking this with us. This is ours. You're not walking out of here with that box. So what are you saying? We just leave it? When it's worth a fortune? Put it back. No, I don't think so. It could kill millions of innocent people. Now you're being dramatic. Put it back. No! I've helped you keep this away from rice. This is my reward. <laughs> do you do you remember the the scene where her and Terry, it's right before the beginning of Act 3. They jump, they're like using the um the gliding suits, the yellow gliding suits, and it's just a CGI shot. They're very clearly just on a green screen. And it's just one shot that just goes over the back of it. And it looks so weird. They had to pad the runtime, so they did it with that. <laughs> they had no plot. There was nowhere the movie could go. The the first one 
has that specific, like you said, the action breaks down into the three-act structure. And it also was really helpful that <laughs> for all three acts, you have a different country and Lara is in a different costume. <laughs> so yes. you can very easily tell where they are. This movie, she's she's in that gold jacket for most of it, I think, which is super sick. Her outfit's it, awesome. It's a fucking but awesome <laughs> She's just like all over the place everywhere they're in like six different vehicles per country they talk to like they break into like three different kinds of people's houses and (laughs) (laughs) she just kicks open the door this is mine now i'm buying it i'm so so angry about the 2018 tomb raider after watching this there are so many places that you could have taken that movie i'm honestly pissed at like all of the female leading action films that I've seen recently now after watching this. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This movie sucks and it's still better than everything that has come out in like the past five years as far as like female action. This is actually fun. And it's empowering. It's like shockingly empowering for how stupid it is. Like I want to be Lara Croft. I'm I'm happy you brought this comparison up earlier because it's empowering to women the way James Bond is empowering to men. Yes. Where it's not... It's not like Captain Marvel or Black Widow or like Wonder Woman or some shit. I'm a woman. I can do the same thing. Yeah. Girls get it done. Yeah. Fucking. I fucking hate that. They like beat you over the head with it where it's like, no, what is empowering is just to watch a woman just be a powerhouse of a woman. It's why Furiosa from Mad Max is somebody that people actually enjoy, even though she says fucking nothing. Yeah. Here you just have Lara Croft. The only fucking woman in both movies. She's the only fucking girl aside from like the little Chinese yeah. lady. And she's very easily the most competent. Yes, she she does a better movie. job. She gets the shit done. She handles everything. She she says everything she's going to do and fucking does it. She's in charge yeah. of everybody. People talk to her like a fucking person. Lara Croft is great. And she's like that in the games too. Like if you have a little girl at home, get her the Tomb Raider games and have her play them. And she will grow up to, I mean, maybe love herself. I mean, I'm a little questionable sometimes, <laughs> but like I turned out okay. With women, it's a, it's a 50-50. It's yeah, a 50-50. You either got me or you got Sasha. The, those are your two outcomes. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> I just feel like this movie goes to show like the evolution of enjoying movies, how it's changed. Because clearly this wasn't received well when it came out. No. But now looking now looking back on it and looking at the way movies address themselves now, it's way more fun to enjoy something like this because yeah. it's it's garbage, but like we said, like it knows that it's garbage and it's we it's enjoy not- it because it's unapologetically trash. And it's yeah. not trying to cover it up at all. It's I not trying to tell you that it's doing something it's not. Yes. I would much rather take a trash fucking action film that's fun with a fun lead character than an action film that has like a good plot that's why die hard is good like have you seen die hard oh yeah die hard's fantastic die hard is awesome because it knows what it is it's an action film with a kooky lead character that is just there to say one-liners and move on with his day but yeah i feel like we we kind of like ingested these movies and we're like oh these movies are cheesy they're bad movies let's not make these kinds of movies and instead we've been making these somehow worse types of movies which are saying that they're not shit but they just feel so formulaic oh there's one that you have to promise me you'll put this in i wrote down the time code there's a moment where he's dangling her over the acid right 
and she's like, I can't. She's like, it's impossible to reach. And so he does like a. And he grabs her shirt. And like suddenly her whole shirt is off. And it's like, how did it flip off your arm? Oh my god. And then she's holding on to the shirt. I loved it. I need someone to explain to me how that's possible. I need to know. <laughs> That's also really fucking risky. Because imagine if he had he just dropped her. He would have been, been just shit out of luck. <laughs> Are we done? Is yeah. there anything else we need to cover? I guess, yeah. The only thing I would just say is, like, why aren't movies fun anymore? <laughs> why aren't movies fun anymore? And why aren't movies empowering to women? My rating of Tomb Raider would be 14 training bras out of a possible 25. <laughs> so you can layer them and get the the Lara Croft double D's. Yeah, yeah. So the first one is fourteen training like, bras uh, out of five, and what's the second? How many training bras? Twenty five. I twenty five. The second one gets uh, twelve training bras out of. You 25. rated the second one lower. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure you were rating the second one lower. It's it's slightly worse. It's slightly worse. All right, Paige, you want to give your rating and then do an outro yes. for us. So my rating. Um, oh, I have to, you're going to have to tell me what the outro contains. Um, I still want to do it though. Uh, my out, my rating for the first one is 25 training bras out of negative six. And then my, <laughs> Great. my, um, rating for the second one is 15 training bras out of negative 14. So the I think the first one is substantially better. The second one is still watchable. You will just have to be in a coma. Like if you're in a coma, have them play the second movie. When you wake up from the coma, have them play the first movie. And that that is that is does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. All you need to know is the first one is better. The first one is good. The first one is a good movie. I will fight anybody. It's a good fucking movie. It's dreamlike. It's got charm. It's fucking wonderful. And Angelina Jolie is the only...